Hey, everybody. It's Microphones of Madness. I'm Rodney. Over there, Steve. Hey. And today, we uh, decided to give ourselves a challenge and uh, continue our How to GM uh, series <laughs> with uh, creating a single encounter or a small, short scenario, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and we picked for ourselves to base our particular encounters on one of our favorite scenes from the Doom Patrol series. Yeah, this, this hold is, on. This is kind of like the old um, uh, Julius Schwartz style of editing where he would give the uh, writers <clears throat> a cover and tell them to come up with something to fit that cover. Wasn't Julius Schwartz the guy that always said, put a gorilla on the cover? Maybe. <laughs> but he did edit some of the greatest DC uh, silver and, and bronze age stuff out there. So wait, so so it works. <laughs> so Julius Schwartz is also um, responsible for the super dickery website. Is he? Not directly, but I'm sure those are all his those covers. I'm sure they are. <laughs> I mean it like all that like wacky shit where you have like this fantastic cover and then like a story to go along with it that kind of fits the cover. That's um that's Julie. Yeah. All those nice covers where Superman's sitting there, Lois Lane's dangling off a building. He's like, see ya chick, I'm gonna go get a beer. Right, exactly. <laughs> all that all those great DC shit from the 60s. Right. So we um we took it upon ourselves to base this uh, short scenario or encounter on the butts are loose scene <laughs> from Doom Patrol, um, and I think how do you want to start? Do you want to start with just describing uh, our ver- our interpretation of the butts real quick, and then getting into what we got going on? Or yeah, sure, that's fine. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Tell me about the butts, Steve. Okay, so I well, it kind of ties in with the scenario. So okay. what I my my scenario was a um like a apocalypse gamma world kind of thing, where you have um these people uh work are their religion is based on an abandoned McDonald's. Nice. Uh, where the drive-in still shoots out food. Okay. And uh, basically, what the butts do. It's they're the food processors. Oh, they nice. Take, they take the sacrifices that the people give and turn it into hamburger patties and french fries. Ah! <laughs> so there's a big tube of butts. Nice. Gotcha. Because, you know, butt shit out. Shit. McDonald's right. food is shit, so there you go. There you go. <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds tasty. <laughs> so those are my butts. Okay. Um, I went with something more like we saw on the on the show, uh, with the butts being some type of either genetic experiment or extra di- dimensional anomaly. I tried to go really system neutral here, uh, so they could be an aberration created by uh, an evil wizard or a supervillain, or they could be some type of extra dimensional Call of Cthulhu type entity. Um, instead of making them really individual creatures. I decided to make them uh, more of an environmental challenge, uh, even though I did give them uh, hit points and uh, individual damage. I decided to make uh, them be so many of them that uh, 
you basically have to roll a dex check or take d10 damage every round until you can strength check to break free. Right. I kind of did the same thing where um, <clears throat> they're, they're a swarm. Mm-hmm. Once the butts are loose, they're a swarm. Right. All right. So um, go ahead and uh, continue okay. on. Tell us a little bit about your uh, the, McDo- the future McDonald's you have. Okay. So uh, the village is called uh, Sidal's Point. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's because it's McDonald's with letters missing. Right. Um, as you approach it, you notice that there's fields of wheat and and a makeshift mill because they have to provide their own bread. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the all the dwellings have garden plots with tomatoes, uh, leafy greens, and onions, and it is built around a surviving pre-war structure, which is the McDonald's. It's one building. I try to make it as ambiguous as possible in the write-up because it's. Gamma world and the players aren't supposed to know what it is. Right. So it's a one floor building with a sloping roof and boarded up plate windows at, and what the inhabitants call the sacred window. Uh, It's basically a drive through window with displays of glyphs used to choose what sort of meal the worshiper desires. (laughs) The display is no longer lit up. Um, They are quickly introduced to the head chef, whose name is Wendy. Uh, They're high priests who asked the party for help because it seems that the sacred window has stopped processing the sacred meals, which is the basic basic uh, sustenance of Sadal's point, and they fear that their gods are angry. So they are shown into the temple of the Holy Hamburger, where broken tables, plastic chairs, and booth chairs are arranged in a semicircle around a rusted metal prep table that serves as an altar. Uh, the walls are decorated with anthropomorphic figures that seem to be half food, half human, with a clown as the leader of the pantheon. One wall is about chest is about a one wall is a chest high counter with thick, uh, dirty durasteel window covering the empty space. That's the ordering part, but that's defunct now. So the, the idea is these guys uh, go out on raids and uh, take their captives and sacrifice them. Okay. Um, and once you get into the body of the McDonald's, the kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, there are defunct robots. The 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 workers. Um, uh, an odor of decay and, you know, some flies and uh, some patties lying around because the power plant that, that supplies the power to the robots and the McDonald's has gone out. Uh, there's also in the corner a huge tube that goes, that, penetra- that goes from the ceiling and penetrates the floor, but you can't see what's in the tube. It's kind of like opaque. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you can see a shadowy thing bump up against the glass. Um, when you go down into the basement, um, you the, the odor of death is really around there, and the flies are swarming around this body, which is lying um, against the wall with its hand up um, next to a what looks like a like a Frankenstein movie light switch, you know, a, mm-hmm. which right. is in the off position with blood trailing down to the hand. Um, there's that. There's an... Uh, a bunch of more of these uh, defunct robots, um, the rest of the tube, and then a conveyor belt that goes from the tube to a hopper. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, the thing is you you get locked in the temple by the, um, by the worshipers and you get down and you, obviously there's the power, right? Right. You can turn on the power, which will cause the robots to come, come to life and mistake you for sacrifices. 
or you can do nothing with the power, um, suffer radiation damage as the as the atomic pile leak, and then deal with the um, the unplacated butts in the <laughs> tube uh, breaking free because they're not being fed dead bodies. There you go, and so that's when the butts are loose. So either way. You're you're confronting something. It's either going to be um, angry worker robots or the butts. Right on. And you're going to be helping or harming the despicable people who, who uh, live in this town. Right. Nice. Nice. So 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 some options there. Um, so what I created was uh, a, a, basically a small complex within an existing structure. Uh, you could that can be inserted into any dungeon or whatever. This is like one of the final rooms. Uh, in the room is a MacGuffin, uh, right. whatever it happens to be. Whether you're looking for a key to another area or if you're looking for, you know, a note or an item or whatever, it's in this little complex. Right. And it is a, a square complex that has uh, four rooms in the middle, uh, and the rooms have doors that face each other. And the passage through the middle. It's so like a and, cross. Yeah, kind of like a cross. Okay. And then there's a, a passage that goes all the way around it. Uh, there's also a catwalk above the room, okay. which is important later. Uh, and there are four rooms on either the, both the left wall and the right wall. And the ladders to the catwalk are on the left wall and right wall. Uh, what I ended up doing is to kind of make this scenario more bang for the buck is those eight rooms I put on a D eight chart. So you can randomize the contents of the rooms. Cool. Cool. Uh, three of them are empty and one room has, well, I'll tell you about that in a second. <laughs> um, pretty much the encounter like this goes, as soon as the players walk into the passage, the there's a doorway in the South wall. You walk into the passage the door automatically closes and the GM rolls a D three secretly. And you have that many rounds until the butts who are already loose. <laughs> flood. Sorry. I'm just going laugh every time. <laughs> uh, I did forget something. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. Cause when okay. we get into the, the nitty gritty. Of everything. Right. And the, you have three rounds until the butts who are already loose flood the chamber and pretty much run in circles in that outer track. <laughs> right? Right. So, and the mechanic is, it's a swarm mechanic. As they run at you, you either run the other way or you're making dex checks. If you make deck, fail a dex check, whether, you know, you're playing Call of Cthulhu or D&D or whatever game, if you fail that check, they overwhelm you and you are buried under a pile of butts that are going, trying to eat you. <laughs> Sorry. A pile of butts. Right. And, <laughs> that is so great. <laughs> and, and, and here's the fun part about it is that, uh, yeah, if you're if you fail and you're buried under the pile, you are taking D10 damage every round until you break free. Right. And now at that point, is it like a, a strength check or a con check? Mm -hmm. To, to break out? free. Yeah. It's like a strength check or, or if we're playing icons, it'd be like, yeah, it'd still be a strength 
right. massive success. But you're just basically butt. trying to power your way out of the butts. Right. You're trying to power your way out of the butts. <laughs> now, some players might think that, oh, okay, well, you know, they'll try to attack and they'll take a swing and they'll take, they'll kill a few of them. But the trick is, is that there are too many of these things for this to be a combat encounter. Right. You got to let butts do their <laughs> so yeah the the goal of this this encounter is to escape the room which the the passage to escape is one of those randomized eight rooms so you just got to start opening doors mm-hmm. now here's the here's the real kicker because i'm a cruel person all of the doors are locked better have a thief actually um, in, 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 in 5e it doesn't matter anybody can pick a lock right i did say that if you make like an whatever your investigation role is for the game there is a severed hand with a ring of eight keys laying in the hallway if nobody makes that check they are locked in one of those rooms so you have oh. to pick at least one locked door right okay that's cool so yeah this is not this is not for beginning player uh beginning character <laughs> the butts are loose yeah um and yeah so Here's the other thing. If you look around, there is... Because the butts do have a weakness. Um, if you look around the, the room... The, is it fiber? Do it? No, it's not fiber. Uh, there are small grates regularly spaced in the wall right at the floor level. Uh, one of the rooms has a switch that basically floods that chamber with acid. That, so you got to be up on the catwalk. Right. And, you know, once again, it's another timer for it to dissolve but basically if you find that room uh throw the lever it fills with acid the butts dissolve you got to wait for the acid and then you then you're at your leisure uh but you know it's it's one of those types of tricks that players might not come across just thinking about it because they're busy running away from this swarm of of butts of butts of butts <laughs> all right so what did you miss in uh oh okay so well just like the the, the stuff that kind of um gives it the... mm -hmm. so throughout the whole place you have um odor of, of the rotting bodies mm -hmm. um and flies and the fly none of the flies go near the um patties that are lying around right um and then also because it's a restaurant you have all these um uh signage in dual language in um, english and spanish mm. except for the one that marks the uh vat of butts which just says um uh um so i don't speak spanish um but it, it says spanish for um don't lose the butts don't then, lose the butts yeah don't lose the butts oh there it is uh precaution colilas that's what which is spanish for uh, it, it's it's sexist it's like kind of a it's a female butt right it's it's you know a sexy ass oh and and if you turn on the um the lever mm. the power uh for some reason neil young's after the gold rush plays over and over and over and over nice. on an endless loop nice now so that's it that's your that's your guy right there you go into the mcdonald's you either face the killer robots or the butts possibly both Right. You, yeah, you can definitely do both because you could turn on the power, start fighting robots, have somebody have the great idea of like, oh shit, 
let's turn off the power because they you know they're based on broadcast power which is pretty common in, in uh, or at least in gamma world it's common right i don't know about system neutral mutant right crawls but uh yeah it, it you know it's one of the original things for powering robots so you turn it back off which makes the butts come loose now are they confined to the uh bottom floor of this establishment or are they well, I mean, uh, they, they get are, into the kitchen they are at the beginning but they can climb because mm. gravity you know it'll shatter down right right but they, there's stairs and a conveyor belt right now i did notice some common themes here that uh both of us used confined spaces for this encounter yeah i think that's because um the original scene was underground in that um in the ant farm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it was underground, but it was in like the prison. Right. Complex. So I, mean, I tried to like, I didn't want to do the exact same thing that they did on the Doom Patrol. Cause that's just right. Um, but I wanted to keep like something. I, I wanted to have like a confined space because a swarm of butts um, in a confined space is a lot more threatening than, you know, an open. Right. A wilderness where you could just run. Yeah. A wilderness encounter with butts with butts. (laughs) Yeah. I tried to keep it a little bit more to the, the show, but throw in the, the caveat that whoever worked here, um, you know, were prepared for the butts getting loose more prepared than they were in the show. Yeah, they were the contingency contingency plan was like bullet to the head. Right. For the boss, everybody else had to like fight it out. Um, yeah, so so my eight rooms, uh, there was one room that has the lever. Uh, there was another room that has an office that had a player handout of you know the administrator of the facility or the wizard or whatever it happened to be. Right. Uh, giving you know talking about you know the butts and how they're voracious carnivores and and they're. You know, things that you've already discovered through encountering them. <laughs> right. That, that's the, the cool thing I like about using, um, I guess, uh, a Gamma World kind of thing mm-hmm. is that you don't necessarily need that explanation. Right. Um, and, and because in, in the show, it was, it was, it's a really short scene. Right. And there is no explanation. You just know the butts are loose. They mm-hmm. rush by and, do a shit ton of damage and eat people. Right. And the guy in charge of, of the facility shoots himself when he finds out the butts are right. Exactly. Very, and that's very it. Calmly. Very calmly. It's been a it's been an honor working with you gentlemen. Yep. And that's it. And and you come to your own conclusions. So I kind of wanted to keep that there. I mean it was a little bit more of playing my hand because it was obvious that these butts were somehow involved in the pot in the fast food producing process. Right. Right. Not exactly how, because you know, you don't, you don't have a scenario set up where you actually see the food being produced again. No, uh, no. I mean, but it's just implied that it's right. seems to me that, uh, there's no, there's no way to ingratiate yourself to this town after you encounter these creatures. No, I mean, the real solution is to, uh, break down the door, and just let the butts out into the town. <laughs> <laughs> as um, as the heroes leave, the uh, right, there's a sausage know, snake Pliskin style. Yeah, um, yeah. So so in the journal, the real important part of the journal is not 
you know, oh, many years ago, we found these creatures. Now, the real trick of the journal is, is it tells you what room you've put the acid lever. Right. And the escape hatch. Yeah. So it gives the players kind of a, an easy out rather than having to open all the doors. Right. And that's just that's a matter of luck, I guess. Now, are you randomizing these rooms, these eight rooms? Are they random? Um, yeah, the eight rooms occupy are going to occupy certain locations. They're numbered the same, but it's like when you're sitting down to play this scenario, you take a D8 and you itemize the rooms that way. You just roll a D. I'm on room number one. Roll a D8. I get a six. That's an empty room, it, or it has the keys in it. Depends on whether or not they look for the keys. Uh, go to room number two. Roll the dice. Oh, number three. That well, that's whatever they they happen to be looking for. Cool. You know, go to four. You know, and you know one. The the outside rooms are one through four. The inside rooms are, you know, five, six, seven, and eight. Right. Well, you still got to break into rooms with butts chasing after you. Yep. Yep. I mean, unless, and, somebody, unless somebody's like actively defending you. That's yeah. That's like a, a penalty check on it at least the 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 dex check if not both the dex check and the lock pick check mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i think i would say if at best dick, if you're a dick GM, like now now yeah the the way i had envisioned the scenario playing out is that that center passage where rooms five through eight are mm-hmm. um is is kind of a safe spot that you can open those doors um uh, with you know, with a little bit of time before the butts, you know, decide to oh, we're going to change our path and run in a circle this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have that aspect of it. Uh, you have the guy, you know, because the rooms are randomized, the uh, the lever for the acid could be in those center rooms. So not only do you have to get to the catwalk before the acid fills up the room, you know, you have to get contend with the butts to get to the ladder. Now, is the catwalk easily accessible, or do you have to make like um, climb checks or whatever? Uh, there? No, it's fairly simple. It's 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 a basic ladder. I wasn't gonna do anything like make climb checks or anything like that. Okay, and the butts have no hands. Their hands and, are their feet. Right. The butts have no hands. They chase. Uh, they can run briefly up walls, so you could have a couple of them, you know, trying to snap at you while you're sweet flips. Yeah, doing some sweet flips and wall runs and stuff while you're trying to climb the ladder, you know, just to just to make things a little more tense. But uh, in general, yeah, the that little cross piece, you know, just roll another dice timer to see how long you have. And you know, if you really wanted to be a dick about the way this scenario is set up, when you roll that initial timer, instead of rounds, you can make it actions. And so you roll D3, so you have one to three actions before the butts flood the room, if you are a real asshole. So that's when, the, so they're on an initiative track instead of a, um, a round track. Yeah, they just kind of... That's stuff like you can do, uh, depending on how much time you feel that you need, or need to eat up, or need to, you know, rein in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not necessarily being a dick. It's, you know, flexibility in um, controlling just the length of the of the scenario and how long it takes. Right. Because, you know, you and I both know some players will stall and agonize over whether or not to open that first door. 
because yeah, there mean, is nothing a player fears more than a locked door. Doors are the shit, man. Doors <laughs> kill. <laughs> and it's funny because you know you people will deliberate over that, and and you'll get things like people will see the obvious, um, you know, the lever. We both have levers, <laughs> right? You know, people will see the the, the lever, and they'll like deliberate. <laughs> Should I do it? Should I not do it? What's you know? Whereas, like in real life, if you're surrounded by ravenous butts, you might just pull that lever just because what? What's the worst that can happen? Right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I noticed that both of our levers also uh, make matters worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yours, yours turns on the killer robots. Mine fills the room up with two d six per round acid. Yes, but if you turn on the killer robots, you don't take radiation right from the leaking <laughs> pile of of atomic energy that's not being converted into robot energy and electricity right now i did add a, a little bit of a carrot in there as well uh that there is a room that's filled with basic uh weapons appropriate oh. to the setting no that's cool and i actually didn't write this down and it should be in here that you know the motivation for your characters going and doing this is um these guys have you know raided villages and have a t- shit ton of cool weaponry and gadgets that they have in a storeroom right which um you know they offer you the pick of mm-hmm. if you can turn their gods back on right see right. i mean they're they're evil but they don't realize just how evil they are. Right. I mean, you think they're just like low-key um, mutant wasteland evil, doing mm. what it takes to survive, raiding other villages, sacrificing to their gods, which is, you know, common, I guess. Mm. Uh, but they, they they don't really know that the things that they're sacrificing are being processed to be the things that they eat. Right. Yeah. They wouldn't think about that, but you know, then again, that's is, you know, that's that's kind of like playing on the cannibal tribe trope, right? That you find a lot yeah. in post-apocalyptic settings. You know, there's always a cannibal tribe. Of course, that's like half the fun of playing these things, it's right? Cannibal tribe. There's always a cannibal tribe. There's always a mad scientist or alchemist or whatever, right? Uh, there's a wizard with a tower of butts. Mm, yep. Uh, let's see. Now, yeah. Now. Of course, you know, I set it up so it's it's escape. How do you end up defeating the butts in your... Um, well, there is a limited number of them, and you can attack them. Ah. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. So you can, you can directly fight them and hopefully survive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Gamma World, so you have options. You know, you right. have your Gamma weapon. You hopefully have mutants in your party and stuff. Uh, the other thing you can do is... Pied, kind of pied piper them out of there and lead them into the the village to ravage the countryside because these people are cannibals. <laughs> right, which opens it up to <laughs> as these things spread out across the countryside. Then you have party. Butts. Then you have party like, can encounter ran- them again. Random encounters with butts. <laughs> nice number appearing two to twelve. That kind of thing. Right. No, that yeah. that works out well. And and my let me just say my butts individually aren't really. No. Um, I picture the butts as more um, like cobalts or something, mm-hmm. where you know 
they're not they're nothing but there's a lot of them right right yeah i did the same thing uh i think my butts have uh four hit points a piece and individually they only do two damage yeah i, I don't want the i i it's yeah a thousand cuts that right. five thousand paper mm-hmm. and that's yeah that was pretty much the idea is kind of i was envisioning basically walking piranha that looked like looked like an ass um but also, you know, actually a uh, bit of a case of vagina dentata going on there. I guess it's more like a um, a, a LGBT vagina. Oh, God, that's gross. <laughs> it's a butt dentata. Well, if you look at the um, at the sourcemen mm-hmm. when they're when they're coming around the corner, they've got like the vertical mouth yeah. with teeth thing happening. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I guess. Symbolism, guess, man. Yeah, saying L- LGBT is kind of lame. It's just butt sex, dentata, yeah. but yeah. anal dentata. <laughs> hey, these these are all the butts of people who got their uh, teeth shoved so far down their throat they had to sit on their food to eat it. Yeah, I don't even know where these butts came from. There's some sort of mutant, right? I'm, right. I'm thinking like the McDonald's Corporation at one point figured out that they could it was just cheap labor right probably genetically engineered Mm -hmm. as cheap labor they 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 evolved from uh trump supporters you know from (laughs) from from talking out of their ass to eating with their ass and to just asses you know i mean the symbolism can go anywhere that's true (laughs) and you know that the the now you used gamma world um i actually considered Making these creatures, you know, one is a little unnerving, but a flood of them, it would if you're playing like Pulp Cthulhu, that's definitely a sanity roll. Oh uh, yeah, or, or if you're playing like, um, uh, if you're playing icons, you're you're going to be looking at like uh, a, a negative quality temporarily, right? Or, or a fear effect if you're playing the world's most popular fantasy role playing game. Yes, and I think that that you should probably have that in Gamma World, whatever the equivalent is, of um of making a sanity roll, mm-hmm. which there really isn't one. But I would um, probably make a mental strength. Yeah, probably make a mental strength test, right? Um, and then give you a a, a minus two penalty on your rolls if you fail it, right? Right, or something like that. Now, or, you know, wanting to flee for one d four rounds or something like that, right? Now the other option I did not include this, but you know it is a possibility is to have that fear effect be um, a mechanic like a mutation or a magic mechanic mm-hmm. um, from a game that doesn't have a sanity mechanic per se, like D and D or I'm sorry, the world's most popular uh, fantasy role playing game or Gamma World, um, just mm-hmm. to just to like kind of make it put it on theme. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Be, because you know it's funny, but in reality, if you were to see a pile of walking butts coming towards you, gnashing their pointy vertical teeth, you'd probably freak a little. Yeah, yep. I mean, even if you're used to seeing like rabbits that can turn metal into rubber and all sorts of shit, you'd still freak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would freak out a little bit. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, couple of fun little scenarios 
I like uh, this. I think I think we should do it again. I I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, now and are we going to put these up on um, some sort of place um, so that people can. I was just thinking about that. If them? yeah, if anybody's interested, they you listen to the episode. If anybody's interested in playing these uh, scenarios or getting copies for your just collection, uh, we will put them up probably. Uh, either hit us up at microphonesofmadness at gmail.com uh, with the uh, subject line, The Butts Are Loose, uh, and we'll send you some PDF copies of our notes for this so you can adapt it to your own campaign, uh, or we'll put them up on the uh, in the file section of the uh, Facebook group. Cool, cool. Right, and yeah, if you're not already a Facebook fan, yep. um, like us on, or follow us on Facebook. Yep. Facebook.com slash microphones of madness. We're easy to find. Um, and then you can catch all of our stuff there. We post up uh, newest episodes on Podbean. We post up uh, playlists of completed campaigns. And uh, of course, episodes like this. So until next time, keep 30. The butts are loose. 30 butts. 30 butts are loose. Keep. 30 butts. Keep your butts loose. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I'm going to hell.